This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning, my friends. My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and a new clinical fellow of the American Association of Marriage and Family Therapy. So that is awesome. Welcome this morning. Thank you. We are so happy that you've joined us today. Every single day of the week, Monday through Friday, we go live on Instagram and Facebook at 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to answer your questions about marriage and family issues and Mm -hmm. relationships and all of that jazz. And we do this because there's too many marriage resources out there that are not helpful, they are not real, and they're not cutting the mustard. So we are here to cut said mustard. Uh, you can spicy, <laughs> spicy mustard. Here's another thing that I was thinking about while I was taking my whilst I was taking my cold shower. Uh, there's a lot of shows out there that uh, just give kind of fluff advice, and we give shows that are recent. We give shows. We do shows. We give advice that are based on research, actual in the clinical research, in the literature. We give uh, advice based on our experience and the experience of thousands of hours of uh, couples and individual therapy that I have done with people. So we we take from a lot of different resources Mm -hmm. to bring you the best stuff and we share our crap too. Yes. Vulnerable. And every day on AOM Radio, we do four things. Mm-hmm. We do our prayer, we do our intention, we do a gratitude, and we do our Q&A of the day from our app. Yes, we created an app because we love you and we love everything good. So we encourage you to do these things with your partner. We're not just doing it by ourselves because we're weirdos. We want you to do it with your partner, and you will see every day, if mm-hmm. you do this, that your marriage will improve. I said it, I'll say it again, it your will marriage actually. will get better. Yes. So we have been doing this for a very long time, and we just love it, so we wanted to bring it to y'all. So do you want to open us in prayer? Why don't you throw up the prayer? All right. Dear Jesus. Just kidding. Not really kidding. Uh, Dear Jesus, thank you so much for all of our blessings. God, help us use the gifts and blessings that you have given us so kindly to transform our lives and transform our families and transform our marriages today and every single day. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Guys, what's up? What's up, Delano? 
Hope you're doing good, my friend. Okay, gratitude. What's your gratitude for me, for so this guy? let me clarify what gratitude is, is we say something that we're thankful for about our partner. It's mm-hmm. not just like you're thankful for grass. It's you're thankful, and I don't mean weed, you're thankful for your partner. That's what I thought right? about. I meant like yard grass. And I don't mean smoking in the lawn. <laughs> yard oh grass. Uh, I am thankful for <laughs> you. Up, because yesterday, what was it? There was something very specific. I totally forgot it. Uh, oh, no, no, no. I'm thankful because you're willing to get the help you need when you need it. So like you, anything. So like if you take, you take ADD medication, right? You're willing to go do that. You're not like, uh, you know, some people are like, I don't need help. I don't need therapy. I don't need medicine. They're dumb. I'm right. right. And you're not like that. And I'm very grateful for that. I'm humble. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay. What's, what's okay. up, Brandon? Keep on, um, keep on. Okay, uh, let's see. Thanks. Um, yeah, some things you just need to get help on, right? It's better. Why wouldn't you? It's Well, loads of people don't. Well, this is true. And there's things that I don't get help on either, so whatever. Like directions. Um, I am thankful that you wrote that list for the kids yesterday. Oh, you mean their rules? Yes, the rules. You're, you're <clears throat> buckling down. No, not buckling down. Kind of like tightening up ship. Like, all right, kids. Get this thing tight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And whipping them into shape, and that will benefit them. And it also benefits us to have some <clears throat> discipline and rules and structure around that. We're not like super rigid kind mm-hmm. of folks, you yeah. know, in that family style. We're not that, and you're not that, thankfully. So you're, you're doing good. Thankful. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I'm excited about it, and I think it's really helpful because my children are driving me insane. TJ, gratitude makes the attitude. It does. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Uh, so what is the next thing we do? Our intentions. Our intentions of the day are what we plan on doing to make our relationship better and just our day better. And they're mm-hmm. usually based on what you have not done well the days, weeks, months before. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? So my intention, like I've tried, I mean, this is just hard. Intentions are hard. But I have an intention to touch you more throughout the day as a means of showing you that I care about you. Right. Makes sense? Like mm-hmm. touching you to show you that I love you, to show you I'm appreciative. That's To show really that we're connected. That's important to me. So you're doing something for me in that way, right? Yeah. And I intend to do that to you too. I don't really want you to touch me more. Why? Yeah, I don't. I don't care about it. You don't care about. I don't it. Like What would it. you care about? Dishes. I, honestly, acts of service. Mm-hmm. I do not want you to touch me more. I don't like it. What and I'm not want? trying to be weird. I just you touch me and I'm like, ah. But not you that said yesterday. What did I say yesterday? You said touch you more. You can hug me. Like you can have moments of connection. Right. But just touching me more throughout the day irritates me oh right so that's all mm-hmm. i'm getting at. i'm not saying right. i'm not saying that does that make sense mm-hmm. like a moment of snuggling on the couch is what i'm talking about or sitting next to me and drinking right. coffee but not just touching you like a kid because no, they touch you all the time i cannot stand that right. and the dog the dog now is constantly narfing and i do not need another narf maybe listeners don't know what narf means it's what our dog does it's like a snoozle they it's put like their a, nose, a Hattie nuzzling. calls it a snoop. The dog snoops her. Uh, <laughs> and they put their, do- their dog nose on you and right. it just feels weird. But anyway. We call it narfing. So, so that okay. is our, um, in my intention and yes. your intention of the day. Yeah. Again, do these with your partner. It will be surprising what they tell you and it will be surprising how helpful it will be in your marriage. I'm surprised just now. So <laughs> What? 
sucked. Mm. Um, so now we are going on to our app question of the day, which is what we are answering for today's show. Mm -hmm. And again, you guys, we have an app. It is called Get Your Marriage On. It will soon be called Anatomy of Marriage, which I'm super jazzed about. And we're going to make some tweaks to it as we've been working on it. But this is a legit app. You can get it in iTunes. It is a totally real deal thing. Seth and I teach in the app. We worked on it together. We co-created it. Mm -hmm. There's videos of us There's teaching videos, you yeah. all sorts of things. So this app is real. And in the question, there's an expert Q&A section of the app where this question was anonymously asked. So you can ask anonymous questions in the app and people will answer them mm -hmm. in the app. We'll answer them. It's amazing. All right. So Go here is the question of the day. Accusations and trust. What do you do if your spouse keeps accusing you of having secrets when you don't? He is being super manipulative about it and won't accept that I don't know what he is talking about. I mean, if he really knew something and it was bothering him that bad, why would he just hold on to it and not just lay it out on the table so we can handle it? I feel like he's playing some kind of mental game with me and I don't know why. So what am I supposed to do? How can I make him believe me or how do I get him to stop this craziness? Mm, I have some deep thoughts on that right say your deep thoughts. and probably similar to other people's thoughts but from a, a, a therapy point of view there's this saying about uh thieves don't trust anybody a swindler uh, doesn't trust anybody because mm. they are treating other people that way mm. so if you are majority being really suspicious yeah. of something ooh, that may be an outward reflection of actually what's going on mm -hmm. with you, right? So maybe mm -hmm. there's something that he's doing that he doesn't want you to know about, that there's some, who knows what, mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm not going to speculate here, but uh, you kind of you kind of look for, you know, you, what, what you focus on expands, uh -huh. and if you're like focusing on some sort of internal struggle of like, oh my gosh, what if they find out of this or this or whatever, it might be shame, it might be mm -hmm. real wrongdoing or whatever, or it might just be a, uh, a negative internal dialogue mm -hmm. that is false, yeah. that you're just carrying it. So, you're, so what you think on the inside is going to paint how you see other people. Mm -hmm. Understand what I'm saying? Yep. If you have a negative outlook, low self-esteem on yourself... You're going to be mad at other people who don't have that, yeah. and you're going to look for it in other people mm -hmm. and gravitate towards that. So this is probably a reflection of what's going on in him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and what it makes me think of is the show Anne with an E. This is going to sound so mm. weird, but if you've watched it, you'll understand. There's a guy in it who is attracted to men, but he is engaged to a woman, and he's super mean to this kid that he thinks is gay in mm -hmm. his... In the, I don't want to spoil stuff. But anyway, so he is legitimately um, trying to be, he's unkind to this kid because he knows that he feels the same thing, but he's hiding it right. and the kid's not. Lisa so, Blake. Just no, got to get your marriage got, on. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. I hope you enjoy it. You are Send going to enjoy it. Okay, yes. so here's the other thing. Here's the answer to this lady's question, right? Mm -hmm. So if someone is accusing you of stuff and it, it doesn't actually mean that they are doing that, right? Uh, Melanie used to accuse me stuff of all the time. Her yeah, like oh, say, spidey. You said that really. I used to accuse you of stuff all the time. That's what I said, right? No, no go ahead. Uh, her spidey senses well, were faults for one, but were like mega on blast, right? Uh -huh. All the time. And I was taking that and taking that and just like so nervous about it. Like although I wasn't doing anything, you were just, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? And that was because uh, of, of a response. Trust was broken, of course. But then at the time, I didn't have the sense. I didn't have the, mm, I don't know, 
foresight to be like, listen, here are the boundaries. This is your problem. I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You need to look on yourself what mm-hmm. is going on and your insecurities, your whatever, your boundaries or whatever. So I needed to really increase the level of my boundaries, which is the great book um, called, called Boundaries by Dr. Henry McLeod. No, Henry Cloud. He's not a McCloud. I don't know. He's a cloud. <laughs> McLeod. You said it every time. <laughs> um, and okay. I, but I would Dr. S- Henry Cloud, right? Go check. Random, a man. What's up? Uh, go check that book out. It is really good. It is really helpful. So this will help. I'm assuming it's a, a wife that's saying this. If somebody's putting you on blast all the time, you're doing this, you're doing this, be able to look at them and say kindly, I have full faith in myself that I am not. I don't accept what you are falsely putting on me. Mm-hmm. You can think what you want. You can do what you want. Here's my password. It doesn't matter. Yeah. This is your issue. Mm-hmm. I'm right here. Yeah. And I would say the, so when someone accuses you, they're usually in a heightened state. They're Mm -hmm. not just like walking around going, hey, I think you're cheating. (laughs) You know, they're not in a (laughs) level-headed space. They are actually like ramped up. So if you come back with them with a really strong like, I'm not cheating and you need to blah and I am this and I am fine, they're not going to handle that well. So I would say lessen, like be less aggressive and assertive and like stancy. Well, Please don't cut me off. So be less like, I am fine and you are accusing me and more like, hey, if you're feeling that way, I'm super sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel that way. If you want my passwords, here they are. No big deal Mm because I'm not hiding anything. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like I'm hiding a specific thing, we can totally talk about Mm -hmm. it. And I would, and that's the way that I would really suggest going about it because you're going to put the other, because that's, I feel like, um, that that's the key to kind of softening everything. Mm -hmm. If you come at some, someone who is in a distressed attitude, accusing you of anything, lying, cheating, stealing. Uh, I, I don't even know what it would be. If you cu- if someone's coming at you with that attitude and you meet them with the attitude of, no, I'm not, uh, you are literally going to mm-hmm. start a fight or perpetuate one. Right. But also, um, how are you coming at that other person? So this question... How are you like responding? Is, is for, no. Well, yeah, I'm responding mm-hmm. to this wife. Wife. How, thank you, Kaylin. We love you too. How are you coming towards... The person who is accusing you of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait a minute. Like the wife. What do you so, mean? So, so I just got confused because I read a thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, you I need apologize. to stop doing that. <laughs> so, um, oh my gosh. Don't worry about it. This is. I am um, sorry. That's fine. Uh, but I just think that it's really important that if someone is accusing you of something. And, and they can't tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like Seth said, sometimes it's a sign that they are being deceitful and they're reflecting it back onto you. What is that called? It's uh, There's a word for it. I can't think of it. But they're sort of projecting it onto you, the right. things that they feel about themselves. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The, yeah, it's projection. Yeah. Um, the the sort of a different way of, of approaching that as well is that they genuinely are afraid. Like I, because Seth, you know, years ago had confessed to lying to me. So then I was like, well, he's lying. Oh, what, where 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 were you? Well, you're lying because mm-hmm. I had proof. I had actual evidence that he had lied. And in my mind, I didn't have a growth mindset. I didn't think Seth would change. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, he's a liar. I had labeled him and stuck him there. And so I, as the weirdo, was perpetuating, you're a liar, you're a liar, you're lying. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, that's not real, whatever. And you were kind of taking it because you were afraid mm-hmm. of me, which... And also, you were being... So we talk about this. When we do, when we use sarcasm and criticism, that literally only puts the other person 
on defense, right? It's yeah. like you're coming at me with a sword, and I have a shield, and I put up my shield, right? Mm-hmm. I'm defending myself. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not just taking it and getting slashed by a sword or anything. So the way that you were coming at me, I only could defend myself. Uh-huh. Because if your boss or anybody who you were um, had a relationship with was saying, you do this, you do this, why don't you do this? You're like, you're not, most people aren't just going to be like, oh. Just take it, right? Uh, You're going to defend yourself, whether physically sometimes, which is needed, uh, hopefully not, but especially verbally and emotionally, Mm -hmm. right? So see how you're responding to that. And if someone is accusing you of stuff and you're responding that way, because Mm -hmm. that is the natural response, Mm -hmm. that's only going to make the other person accusing you dig in more and go, yeah, see, but Mm -hmm. the person accusing you is coming at it wrongly all the time. Now, wife... If you're asking this question, trying to like get advice on how to like if you are doing something weird, then you better check yourself and which I doesn't, doesn't sound, sound like doesn't is, sound like but. that. But I've had I've had clients who have done that. I'm like, you are doing something wrong mm. and you're setting yourself up to yeah. uh, to like put it back mm-hmm. on the other person, which yeah. that's not well, cool. Well, and I want to think of it like this. Like I love that analogy of like the person who is accusing having a sword and the mm-hmm. person who's being accused having a shield mm-hmm. because what's happening, and it's so counterintuitive, it doesn't make any sense at all in the world, but the person who is accusing somebody is actually trying to get closer to them. Mm. As dumb as that sounds. And it reminds in me... In some senses. Yep, it reminds me of the little dog. There's a dog on our road. I think her name is Betsy. It's really funny. That dog acts like it's going to rip your head off every time you walk by. I mean, it comes out you and it, bar- it... Luckily, it's little. But it comes barking and snarling and it's like... Blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And the only thing that you think is, I have to kick this dog or run or get away from it or like <laughs> punt it across the lawn. Which and, has happened. But it is trying to get to you. And if mm-hmm. you stop, like if you stop and like bend down to pet it, it guarantee you it will. I mean, I've done Did it you before. pet it? I haven't pet it, but it will stop. It stops. Yeah. If I am nice to it, it stops. Oh. But the hard thing is, of course, I don't want to be nice to it. It's trying to bite my dog. It's trying to be weird. That's a really good example because that dog has come at me sideways so many times and I've actually kicked it before because it's been at night and I yeah. can hardly see yeah. and it was barking like a <laughs> banshee and I was like... I, I was in mm-hmm. fight mode. Yeah. But like right? even our na- my best friend's dog is a rescue dog and it has not been socialized. Mm. It looks like it's going to kill you. So this goes into attachment style. Uh-huh. And right? so that's the thing is if you are the person accusing somebody else, if you're saying you're a liar, you're this, you're that, and you're coming at them, put a dagger in your hand and imagine a shield, a shield in your spouse's mm-hmm. hand. But what are you trying to do? You're trying to get closer to them. Right. You need to put down the dagger. So let me ask you, were you trying to get you closer? Interrupt me. Sorry. So were you, you trying to get close to me? Close to you. Uh, yeah. I mean, I thought that that's what my, my goal was. I thought I'm going to accuse him and he's going to be like, Oh my gosh, you're right. I am the biggest idiot liar in the world. Mm. Sit on my lap and I'll hold you. Really? Yeah, I thought it, I mean, as dumb as it sounds, I I thought that's going to get me what I want I think a lot of people think that way, so I'm not saying you're goofy or whatever, but let's just think of the irrationality of that. And we all have- No, we all have very irrational thoughts. We all try to do the best that we can with what we have, right? So that's part of why this show is so great. You get uh, advice from a a licensed therapist, and we both have lived through it and heard other stories, so we take all that and amalgamation and 
put it out here. Mm-hmm. Here. So And, and remember, all, actually, sorry, you can ask questions in the feed right now. Ask a question if you've got one. Go that's ahead. right. So we all have, we're all trying mostly to, the, to do the best we can with what we have. Mm-hmm. So something really important is if, if that's a given, which let's just assume the best of everybody, I'm doing the best with what I have. Mm-hmm. So... If we understand that, then why don't we all say, you know what? I want to have more mm-hmm. good advice, and then I can even do better. So what podcasts are we listening to? What books are we listening mm-hmm. to? Who are we hanging out? We're the sum of the five people we hang out the most, right? So then we are building our skill set mm-hmm. with, okay, you know, the, uh, the idea that I do the best with what I have. That is always constant. So because I want to continue on that and con- expound upon that, I'm just going to go out there and listen to resources, books, all kinds of stuff. Speaking of books, go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy and marriage to read more books. To get a free audiobook on us. That's right. Uh, Elena says, yikes, I needed this reminder. Thanks for talking about this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, Brandon Shover, you want to go in the video right now? Okay. We will, if you do something weird, we're putting you on blast. We Be will let warned. you have a good question. Okay. <laughs> right. Here we're going to go, we go live. Going live, going live with Brandon. Going live, going live. All right, just answer that call, and we will answer your question, my friend. I have a thought I wanted to share, and I can't think of it. Oh, that was so weird. I thought that was in my headphones for a second. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, we're Let's trying. See. We're getting there. There Connecting. we go. All hey. right. What's up, guys? Hey, man. What's up? Oh, no. no problem. Good to meet you, man. Hey, yeah. So thanks, first of all, for like being so transparent and sharing. I actually found you guys originally on um, the Bethies, um, awesome. Jeff and Alyssa, on the Love the Last podcast. Yeah. So I listened to the whole um, series that they did with you guys on there. So awesome. you guys have been super impactful. Uh, so I just had a question, Seth. I sent you a message the other day, and my wife and I have been talking a little bit since then. Um, she was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease like I don't know, two months after we got marriage, which kind of like threw us into what we have like coined the term survival mode mm-hmm. for. So we were just kind of like hunkering down, like, let's just get through this. And then like, we're worried about like, we'll worry about growing later. So now like we're learned, we've learned how to manage a lot of her like symptoms and things. Um, and she's actually doing a lot better. Um, so now we are just like ready to take some practical steps to transition like out of what we call survival mode and into like a growth mindset or more of a growth mode. So what are like, even if it's just a couple like practical tips to move more towards that growth mindset for the both of us, that would be great. That's a great question. This is a really good question. So uh, our, our biology does affect our, uh, um, emotions, right, mm-hmm. and affects our psychology too. If something is going on with our bodies, then that's going to change what we're thinking and kind of affect our abilities to do stuff. So right now, after you're through the hunker down mode, through the let's just get through this mode, which it sounds like you have adjusted to that, which is awesome. Now, why don't you focus on, okay, now let's add some resources to our, uh, I don't know, our, our tool belt, right? So a, a really awesome book on growth mindset is uh, called, I think it's called Grit by Carol Dweck, mm-hmm. D-W-E-C-K. Uh, go get the, 
I'll listen. post these in the thing so you can get them later too. Yeah, we'll post those. Listen to her TED Talks. So now maybe is a time to just gather resources, not so much like, okay, we're diving in to do this work. Imagine, so you're you're an OT, right? You had to go to school for that. And uh, you, you read a lot of books, right? And then you had an internship and all this stuff. So maybe now you're in the let's read books phase. We're not in the action phase yet to implement all this stuff. But what I find, which is in, personally, as I'm reading more books, gathering these resources, they just kind of seep into my actions. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, I'm going to get, if I want to start a workout program, I'm going to do some research and I'm going to get educated on the appropriate diet, the moves, the routine, and then start going into that. Like, okay, here's the day when I'm going to transition into this diet, when I'm going to start hitting the gym and all this stuff. So you want to kind of uh, strengthen and uh, garner your mind and your heart with all these different resources and then kind of begin to implement them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so- not just a full force straight ahead there's kind of like a evaluate why we're going to start doing this and then like gather the resources and then kind of as you are like taking in the resources it will kind of like flow out of you so like you're kind of uh, scripturally out of the abundance of the heart of the mouth speaks so yes. you store it up and then it just kind of starts to well done exactly is yeah there, that's a good analogy yeah is there a specific thing you struggle with like is it uh like you fight about a certain thing or your family of origin stuff for the in-laws. Like I would say, that, I mean, I guess why I'm asking is that you don't just start with like anything, start with the thing that is the most pressing concern. So um, if you're fighting all the time, figure out what it is that's triggering that fighting and then start there. Does that make sense? Yeah. So isn't that, you're not just like blindly gathering any resource you're wanting to like, it's kind of like to go back to Seth's, use of like working out you're going to find a workout plan that meets like the goals that you have in mind the same way with your diet and things like that so you want to kind of narrow it down not just pull resources from everywhere yep yep exactly and and if there's family of origin issues or like birth order stuff a great book for that is the family ties that bind again i'm going to share all this stuff in our links but um the family ties that bind is a short, super easy read, and it is phenomenal for understanding how everything from like birth order and how you respond to like how your spouse talks. It's the weirdest but coolest book. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to recommend that. And yeah, yeah. So it's kind of some of that stuff that we missed out on, like by having to go into like survival mode. Because most of the time, especially like year one of marriage, you might not dive super deep into some of the like family of origin stuff, but it's at least probably going to come up. And we just like, didn't get the chance to. So yeah, yeah. How long have you been married? Yeah. Um, it's a year and four months as of it would have been the twenty second, so two days ago. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So you're you're still in the the real early formation mode. So take this time to build that strong foundation to get all these resources. So thank you, Brandon. We we got to let you go. Um, eat, DM DM me, and we will give you a free code to the marriage workbook that you guys can have. So mm-hmm. if you've already got the marriage book, we'll give you something else. Yeah. <laughs> so let us know. Hit us up, and thank you for joining the call. All right, man. Have a good day. Have, have right, a good appointment. T- see ya. <laughs> Bye. Awesome. All right, that was so much fun. That was mm-hmm. that was cool. Nat Grace Spencer says you also probably have learned so many skills that the rest of us haven't yes. because of what you've gone through. That, that is, is right. what I was thinking too. Is that hard hardships? Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, smooth seas don't make skilled sailors, mm-hmm. right? That's one of my favorite quotes. And we're not saying that we're super skilled, but we are saying that because we went through something mm-hmm. and went through it and got on the other side, 
we gain lessons from that. We're not bitter. We're not jaded. We're not, you know, worse mm-hmm. for wear. Yep. We're stronger. And this is something that I've really, really, uh, really just kind of dialed in and buckled down on during this COVID-19 stuff is, oh, yeah. Hey, Marriage Podcast, what's up? Um, is how are we going to weather through this? This mm-hmm. is hard for everybody. We're having to do different types of adjustments here. You know, we're not just buckling and thinking, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we got a homeschool. Forget it. I'm eating Doritos and <laughs> kids are watching YouTube all day. Right. That is not what we're doing no. here, right? And hopefully you're not either. In fact, if you're watching this on Instagram Live and Facebook Live, you're not doing that. So That's congratulations. Right. Like That's for, right. For real, congratulations. People don't tune in to stuff that they, that, that they don't want to know more about mm-hmm. that they aren't interested in. That's right? exactly so right. Melanie's, Melanie's doing this. Quit. To, I got to do We've got stuff we've got to do. All right. So um, as you just saw, you can join us live on Instagram and ask your question in real time, which is so fun. And we want to do that. And right now, until May 5th, you get a free workbook. Mm-hmm. You get the best marriage workbook ever, which we created, which is over, it's 90 something pages. It's a real workbook. It goes through all of season one and you work through the questions. There's a fillable PDF. So you can get it for free mm-hmm. simply by joining our Instagram live and asking your question IRL. That's right. Or you can buy it for nine ninety nine. It was twenty four ninety nine, but we said, hey, let's, let's put this on sale. So Virus go to anatomymarriage.com anatomy uh, to get the workbook. Uh, and if you took our survey yesterday, we did a little survey on Instagram about which <laughs> type of hot sauce your partner is. Ooh. Which one did you answer? Was yours Sriracha or Texas Pete or Cholula or Tabasco? What am I? What are you? Yeah, what am I? I would say you're Cholula. Cholula. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. You know why? No. Because it's like, you're fun, you're mysterious, you're sexy. (laughs) Oh, I said that you're Texas Pete because it's my favorite. Ah. (laughs) So here are the scores to that that little poll. Okay. So in number one, in the number one place is Sriracha. Really? Sriracha. Sriracha. Most people said that their partner is like Sriracha. The second place is Cholula. Third is Texas Pete. And fourth is Tabasco. Really? I thought Tabasco would be the top. To, I, my favorite is Tabasco. I know. You put that stuff wise. on everything. I can't yeah, put that stand Tabasco. I Ugh. But I do love Texas Pete. Thank you for taking that little poll. We're going to try to do more fun things like that. And that came from our app. That mm-hmm. question was in our app. So, and now, speaking of apps, we are going to do our next question of the day from our app. That This is in the conversation starters. It's in the just for fun section. And here it is. Are you ready? Right. I am ready. Are you ready? I am. If you had a full year of, wait, if you had a full year off with pay from work what would you spend your time doing so this is a great question because it i I think that i answered remember when i wrote down my perfect day Uh for you and i would do exactly what i'm doing right now i would create content Mm -hmm. i would write stuff on marriage family research and then also blog posts and different motivational stuff Mm -hmm. i would uh try to network try to get as many speaking events as we can mm-hmm. and I also would research travel stuff. So we're basically just we would do exactly what we're doing, which so, says a lot. That does say a lot. I because I don't get paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> uh, but that's that's what I would do. What mm-hmm. would you do? Uh, I think that I would do all I would do all of this stuff times a thousand. I would mm-hmm. do more of this if I didn't have to if you didn't have to go to work, this would all ramp up and then 
if I could do anything, there would probably be two things it would be. I would want to travel around the whole world yep. with our whole family. That would be one thing. But like take a really long time and mm-hmm. just go as many places and eat as I many I wouldn't foods. want to take a long time because then I would be like a shell of a person depressed when I got when back. When you got back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I just did the greatest thing ever. I know. You'd home. have like the England blues. Like you come home yeah. and you're like, where are the castles and the scones? But anyway. <laughs> uh, and then the second thing that I think I would do is... Um, I can't remember. I just had it in my head and it like farted away. <laughs> so there to, it is, it's gone. To, to support our dreams, please go to uh, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and support the show. Support what you like. Thank you so much, guys, for people who do support. We absolutely mm-hmm. really appreciate it. And it's really cool because you are supporting something that you like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like going to a restaurant being like, hey, I love the chef, you know, the, and the wait, the waiters are, are super good and the front the front of house staff is like yeah. so rad. I want to give them a big tip and everything. Yeah. So go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy of marriage if you like the show. We just got a new <laughs> supporter uh, yesterday, I think yesterday yeah. Bradley. Thank Woo-hoo, you, Bradley, if you're watching. Five. Yes. And uh, yeah, remember to do that. Oh, I know what That's the other thing question. was I was going to say. If I didn't have to, if we could get a year paid and whatever, all that jazz, I would try to make a TV show. A TV show. I want to make a TV show Ooh. for Anatomy of Marriage. That'd like Super Nanny meets Chip and Joanna Gaines meets Dr. Phil. Yeah. That's Dr. My, Phil. But like, because he's a doctor. Not, just he's, I don't know. Maybe that was a wrong analogy. Yeah. Chip and Joanna Gaines meets Super Nanny meets us. That's you, what I want to You guys do. rock. Thank you, Katrina. Uh, Thank you, Marriage Podcast. Yes. Thank you, Kitten Breath. And, <laughs> and, it's a new uh, nickname I'm going to call I know. Now. It's so cute. Vote with your dollar and support this great clean content. Oh, that is the nicest thing. And Nate says, yes, it would be awesome for us to have a show. So anyway, thank you guys so much for all that you do. Please, please, please. Uh, and Kitten Breath says that they'd watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cutest name. I love calling people by their handles. It's, it's funny. so cute. Anyway, so please support us. Um, if you don't, if you can't support us financially, no big deal. But if you can't, please write us a review. Write a review. Don't just vote. Like, don't just rate the podcast. Mm-hmm. Write a review of what you think about the podcast, how it's helpful to you, how it's changed your life. And don't forget to do your marriage stuff every mm-hmm. single day. Your prayer, gratitude, intentions, and and do your app questions of the day we love you guys we gotta hustle off and do some more interviews so danny says have a great weekend thank you we will we want you guys to uh yeah what would you gotta interrupt to be weird <laughs> okay Somebody says have a great weekend I all right have, ah. we will have a great weekend <laughs> we right. love you guys bye guys bye. have a good one